0: I would like, if I may, to take you
1: on a strange journey. Open your mind real wide now. I'm freaking out,
2: man. You are freaking out,
1: man-man. Welcome aboard the Mothership Radio Show. I'm Kevin Gasman, your host, hanging out with you for the next hour or so of our interview with Dr. Delbert Blair. Now, if you don't know who Dr. Delbert Blair is, well, you're going to know. He he was part of the Metaphysics Center in Chicago, and he was traveling the country doing seminars, making people aware of metaphysics. So I don't know how I got into this conversation. This is in 2009. I found it on my computer, and I totally forgot about it. And I was thinking back, like, how did I get hooked up with this interview? And I think they, the group that he was with, contacted the radio station, and in turn, the radio station contacted me to see if I'd be interested in doing the interview. Now, I have already done a few different interviews prior to this. I've done an interview with Born Again Christians. I've done an interview with the guys who made the movie Loose Change nine eleven. 11 And yes, I have that tape, so if you want to hear that interview, hit me up some messages, and if I get enough, I'll air it. So I was always open to having a different conversation on the radio, even though it was an alternative station in Phoenix Arizona we played mostly independent and local music as well as your big hits as well and I was a little bit of mixture of all that I was on in the afternoons I believe 5 to 8 p.m. and this is a Friday afternoon I know this because I listened to the tape and I know what day it was (laughs) so I invited him into my house now it wasn't my house anymore I had just moved from my house and I moved in with a roommate in his apartment so it was set up in his kitchen table and if you listen, listen closely, you can hear my roommate make his dinner. <laughs> so it was kind of a cozy environment, if you will. So I didn't know who he was. I didn't know who he was at the time, not until I looked back on his history. And I did find out that he passed away on January 31st, 2016. So I'm very fortunate to have him on tape and recorded his message And now I'm able to share that with you on the Mothership Radio Show. So keep in mind that this was in 2009. I was a radio DJ on a rock station, so my energy's a little different. And going back and listening to myself, it's like, ugh, I can't can't believe I sounded like that. But, you know, it is what it is, and it's not about me. It's about the message Dr. Blair has, and it still resonates to today. And that's what's crazy about it. Listening to it a couple times, I'm like, wow, this thing could have been aired yesterday live, and, and there'd be no difference At all, except for the fact that we start this conversation off talking about 2012, almost three years uh, away from when this interview took place. His knowledge is still relevant today. Take a listen and enjoy Dr. Double Blair on the Mothership Radio Show. Open the pod bay doors, Hal.
0: What if I told you I'd take you to a place you'd never been and do something to you that's never been done?
1: Today we're going to talk a little bit about 2012 and the Mayan prophecies and uh, everything that's kind of going along with that. Of course, there's a big hype about that, and uh, you know the movies coming out here and everyone's getting, we're getting a little closer. We're reaching that three-year countdown mark here in a couple of weeks. And in order to uh, talk about that, we're going to get, we're going to get to uh, hear from Dr. Delbert Blair. He is the director of Meta Center in Chicago with the branches out in Oakland and also at the University of Chicago. And uh, Dr. Blair, thank you for coming in. Well, I'm driving with gas is what I want to do. Kevin, it's my <laughs> pleasure. <laughs> right right There you go. Right on. Now, and, well, let's just get right into it. And we're going to talk about a bunch of other things as well. We're going to talk about the um, what you have the uh – Um, Excuse me, the uh, the diodes. diodes. The diodes. Talk about those, and there's a lot of things I know you know, and uh, I want to get into it. But uh, the 2012 stuff we're talking about, with the movie out here, the hype is getting big. Is there anything we need to worry about? Just flat and simple. Well, if you see that movie, everybody's worried about everything because there's nothing but catastrophes
3: going in that movie. I kind of think it's a little bit different, even though the movie purveys a uh, a end of everything: tsunamis, earthquakes, Mm. volcano eruptions. I kind of think it's going to be different from that. And with the long count calendar, they're saying that by 2012, December 21st, on that solstice, is when everything is going to go kapat. I kind of think if we can get there, we're going to be safe. Now, that's a whole different view from those who saw the movie, right. but they have to come out to some of my presentations. I say that because it's based on what is called the Mayan calendar. Now the big controversy is that the Mayans at one time were very agronomous. they sacrificed, and they had at the same time all of this propensity for science, to be able to study distant galaxies to understand the orbits of the stars. I kind of think that they had to have been taught that. And this is where we start getting into the culture of the Olmecs, where we start understanding that there are five different other religious groups that are saying the same thing outside of the Mayans. I mean, they call it Mayans. But at the same time, they say it's a Mayan calendar.
1: Now, uh, I'm sorry to interrupt, but uh, are, are these people, are they learning this from the Mayans? or are they, is this their own creation, their own ideas? And then all of a sudden, oh, wow, they think that, the Mayans think the same thing we do. It's, what a coincidence. Is it like that? or? Well, if it's a
3: coincidence, then you have a lot of people around the earth. You know, you had the Dogon people who've talked about that, too. You had in Angervat in Cambodia, the same people that are talking about the end of the world, but not the end of the world, the beginning of a new consciousness. Right. So it's like if you even notice now, people, time seems to be just speeding by. You wake up, you're asleep. You sleep you wake up and things seem to be speeding up it's as though our planet itself is vibrating faster consciousnesses is, is coming are coming about people are beginning to understand things that they and ask questions that they never did before so although it's saying that that's the end of the world, I think it's the beginning actually my synopsis on all of this after reading these various other things is that our planet is going from a third dimension to the fifth dimension and we're probably entering into the fourth dimension I'm saying that because people are seeing uh, shadow people. Mm-hmm. Folks are beginning to have premonitions about things happening. Uh, animals are beginning to act a little bit. You've got animals here. Again. Yeah. <laughs> Notice how quickly they're becoming. The children are being born and called crystals now. They're born with eyes erect. I mean, neck erect, eyes open. They're able to learn languages what's by the mean, time though? they're two. What's, huh? that,
1: what's that mean? The fourth dimension and, and seeing these things and being aware of these
3: things. Okay, the third dimension is where our planet is now. Okay. And we understand the mundane things that are being taught. Many of the things that I learned in physical science are now being challenged again. No two things can occupy the same space at the same time. A body once set in motion stays in motion. Now we're saying that many things might occupy the same time based on the rate of vibration. And if that's the case, our planet Earth, which is on now a third dimensional vibration, is quickening. See what I'm saying? So if it quickens, then everything there operates faster. So I think we're either going to be entering into a time where we open up our consciousness again, that the things that we thought couldn't be done, how do they build the pyramids, and his arguments about it again. How do they have supposed to be levitation devices? The Baha Vagita talks about ventlers and vimanas. People are saying they see UFOs, saying they're done. So everything controversial is being aired. Once you start airing something, now it's no longer clandestine. Now you're no longer able to hide, and it's making people think. I think it's a time of awakening. I think if we can get through to that date, we'll probably be better off with the wars and rumors of wars right. and, and things like this. So it's my idea. Is that where it's going to be an awakening rather than a catastrophe? The catastrophes now, I think, are all about us—earthquakes and tsunamis and right. hurricanes. Well, it's already happening.
1: I don't think a movie about awakenings would be as much of a seller as you know the destruction of the earth. <laughs> there yeah. you yeah. go. Know, but um, uh, Victoria, you saw the movie? I did. I just—I saw it a few days ago, and it, the graphics were great. I thought it was too long, but it was—it <laughs> it didn't make a lot of sense because it's like, to me, I think that if something. If there is a catastrophe in 2012, it'll be caused by us, not because the Mayan calendar ran out. And the movie didn't scare me, it made me cry. Cool. Because a, of all the a, destruction, and it reminded me of, of 9-11.
3: It had a touching scene there, of course, at the end. People are going to uh, help other yeah. people rather than sacrifice people, yet we're fighting wars every day. So when right. is that really going to happen about, or is it that things are beginning to progress towards that end?
1: Well, and i got a question, too, on that. Is And we got Dr. Delaware Blair here, and uh, we're talking 2012. And you are a scholar on the subject and a bunch of other things we'll get into in a few minutes. But with the predictions of the 2012, and or at least people think it is— uh, are people you think want to facilitate this and and make it happen it's almost like you know well the bible says this and the, the my encounter says this so if somebody with the some madman out there with, with some crazy ideas and some crazy bombs could start doing something weird and try to facilitate try to try to get it going i guess you can say i well, mean that's a fear too isn't it thoughts are things and as a man thinketh so shall he be mm-hmm. same
3: thing again if people are holding thoughts of negativity if they're doing things that are not right and they know it and they continue to do it, you're going to get back what you put in. And consequently, we've got wars going on. We're getting out of Iraq, now going into Afghanistan. But they know why they're going into Afghanistan. Right. At the same time, people have got adjustable rate mortgages. People are getting thrown out of homes. It's the same thing. But we can spend money on war. If you begin to concentrate on the negative, to me, you pull the negative. If you try yep. to exude energy into the positive, you get positive. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a time where consciousness will be immediately rectified. What you think, you get back. And I think, again, if we see movies like that, then we're looking for a catastrophe. Right. We're looking for a few people being saved, else being sacri- everyone else being sacrificed. Right. To me, if we look at maybe like, if we can find some peace, if we can find some modulating means, it's much better than seeing a movie like that. And when you get that graphic, like, like she said... Mm-hmm. What do you, there's nothing to the imagination this is what's going to happen I don't think it's going to be that way
1: yeah and I, I'm wondering too if uh, you know with the collective consciousness of this of the world we live in now you got the you know the economy is, is to pot and you got you know the wars like you said there's famine there's just a bunch of stuff that's going bad in this in this world that everyone is just thinking so negative mm-hmm. negatively that it you know, that kind of has to vibrate through the through the earth I mean because I mean we are part of earth I mean I, I, I believe in that and I believe in that our, our energy is, is all one you know, with the universe and all that stuff. I know my son ho- hooked a few people out there, mm-hmm. but no, we all are—we all are tied into that. And I'm just wondering if the negativity is so strong, in, in, at least in, in our country, does, do you think that affects anything as far as a natural disaster goes? Uh, you know, like, like Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters two. Remember Ghostbusters two? Oh, when they thought about the something, something yeah, they had yeah. The, ne- the negative thoughts would have made the, the ooze bubble up, you know, and yeah. bring out the gut. Go- I mean, I'm just curious. If it, if it,
3: this is why I'm holding workshops. And we also had a movie uh, today, that we, we had a movie series of things like uh, one, well, one movie is called Psychiatry, the Industry of Death. It looks at the whole thing of psychiatry. There's another one out there with Dr. Deagle showing again that the swine flu may not be what they say it is again. What is, if you constantly hear negatives, then you're going to get back what you're hearing. You're going to exhibit and zoo what you're taught. Mm-hmm. But I think if we can begin to get, to, not just being a pacifist, but get into the things that are more easily understood. Let's get some harmony going here again. Let's look at the history of some of these countries we're fighting. Let's see what we can do to, to avert right. that. So this is why I say I do the research into metaphysics, and that's simply because meta means above, and physics means science. It's another way of looking at things from a higher perspective. Not doom and gloom necessary, but doom and gloom if you continue to do what you're going to do. Right. By telling you this is what's happening, why then work toward it? This shows you what can happen. Do something to avert it. Mm-hmm. To me, it's for those who awaken in the spiritual, not for those who are just so concentrated on on evil, that they're going to let happen what's going to happen. I think enough thought away from it. We can begin to see what may happen. Let's get away. May ends. Let's may us get away from that.
1: Right, right. Okay. Well, we're going to have uh, Dr. Blair hanging out with us for a few. We're going to get more uh, involved in this conversation. And I got a few questions. I got some on the Internet. People have uh, emailed me, too. Let's play a tune. We'll come back, and uh, we will uh, discuss more about uh, 2012 and everything else that's uh, creeping people out these days. You're driving with gas. We'll be back after this. All right, that's my uh, first segment with Dr. Blair. As you can probably sense, the energy I have is a little hyper. I'm excited. It's different uh, type of conversation for me, and but I'm digging it. And it only gets a little bit more stranger as we continue on. And now, if you're listening to the background, there was some noise in the background. You can hear my roommate making his dinner. So if you're if you heard some weird sounds in the background, that's what that was. Yeah, we're in the middle of the kitchen, set up on the kitchen table talking about what you just heard and the next segment is going to be about the Mayans and a second sun. Are you familiar with this? There's a theory that there's a, there are two suns and the reason why there are chemtrails is so it blocks out the second sun. Well, Dr. Devil Blair is going to tell you more about that as we continue on here on Driving with Gas. You're driving with gas right here. We have Victoria. She's hanging out hey. riding shotgun. And our special guest today is in town this weekend for a special uh, seminar. Is it a seminar or uh, what you call it? It's a workshop, workshop as you seminar, said. Seminar,
3: right? lecture, and movie fest.
1: <laughs> and Movie got fest. Gordon, what time do you come out? And his name is Dr. Delbert Blair. He is the director of the Meta Center in Chicago, which got branches out there in Oakland and the University of Chicago. And you're in town uh, courtesy of the Merkaba Nation. And there's a couple phone numbers you can call and uh, you can get uh, hooked up with these guys for this weekend to learn more about what we're talking about, which is the 2012 phenomenon and, of course, uh, other things that you're getting involved with, which we'll, we'll, we'll get into, like the diodes and, and the UFOs, too. We're going to talk about those, too. I wanna, oh, yeah. I can't wait, too. Uh, you can call um, 602. It's Iman. is his name. Uh, call him up, and then you can hook up uh, a way to go and check out the workshop. And there's another number that you can want to throw out there. Nigray is um, 602. It's at an undisclosed um,
3: location, so call us. I like that. sounds like we a little, get, so underground. That's right. That's and right. That's yeah. <laughs> um, things have been compromised before, so um, right now it's in an undisclosed location
1: and uh, wow. and come out and and learn new techniques of, of meditation and how to prepare. Okay, so And how to prepare for just life in general or how to prepare for the future? For the future? And learn a lot of things you never knew you didn't know. Right. I've, I've already learned more than I should I know. have known today, but it's great. I'm, I'm always uh, down for learning a lot about, uh, you know, especially stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also check out their email and they'll hook you up with where the Undisclosed place will be. So can't tell you now on the radio. Uh, Dr. Delbert Blair, we're talking 2012, and uh, we're going to get into the other stuff a little bit later on. But I had a friend of mine uh, on on Facebook actually send me a question, and I want to read it to you, and I want to see what your thoughts are on this. Here we go. This is kind of interesting. She said that she read the book Apocalypse 2012 by Lawrence Joseph. I don't know if you're familiar with that guy. Uh, And he, uh, Basically, she wants to know, I guess in the book, solar maximum peaks in 2012, just as the Earth is the closest to the sun, and along that, with so many other strange variables that line up are incredible, she wants to know if that can really happen.
3: Well, if that can happen, then what I think already has happened is even better. Since about 2004, maybe the middle of 2004, between four and five, we adopted a second sun. I haven't heard any astronomer, meteorologist, or, so, or astrophysicist say anything about the second sun that Earth now has. What people have found out now, that there is a, when it sets in the west, or again, it used to set in the west, it used to set, uh, rise in the east, it is now so strong that the chemtrails, see, we're going to open up a lot of worms here now. I know chemtrails. chemtrails. Well, chemtrails I know chemtrails that are blocking all of this it's, <laughs> makes it hard to see. But they know we are now a binary star-sun system. To me, that should be headlines rather than, again, what did the guy who plays golf do? I'm not even going to mention the name. <laughs> to me, things that should be talked about aren't. This sure. is why we're having these seminars and workshops now. It is actually we have pictures of the double sun.
1: Well, it's the smoke Wait. and mirrors of what's going on. Well, but uh, go. that they, they don't want you to see this and that. But you're, this, you're saying the chemtrails that are in the air, the, the planes that leave those, what you, you what you might think are the water vapors or whatever it is. No, the actual, it's chemicals. But you're saying it's blocking out the well, second sun? Yeah, you can't see it as well. In fact, right. you
3: can't see too much of anything anymore because of the haze that is put up there again. Right. Uh, you know, they call a contrail is something that goes over the fuselage of a ship, iced up particles, and 12 feet behind it leaves a trail. These things go from horizon to horizon. Right. They spread out. You can't see anything. People all over the Earth are finding that their whole Earth... You know, they talk about global warming just that canopy that's been putting up there now for the last 15 years is enough to cause global warming. So I'm just simply saying, once you begin to break things down to what actually is happening, you can see that there's something wrong here. Things are being blocked out, things are being not talked about. This is why we say we got a clandestine area, and only because we don't want to get a lot of people in there that don't have open minds, because we hear enough of that outside of programs like yourself. Mm-hmm. So I'm simply saying, again, we have a double sun. The sun obviously is going to affect everything. It affects our planet. It's affecting people. People's consciousness is getting more serene, but people are also now worried because we got these wars and rumors of wars. Here comes 2012. We don't know what it's going to bring, but what the first thing you see in a movie, in a copulous, apocalypse now and all this stuff, 2012, catastrophe. And this is the trouble. We're not seeing what's really happening, but everything that's being interpreted is all negative. And I say it's time to hear some positive side. Let's weigh both sides. Come and debate it, but see what's going on.
1: So what do you think would uh, take that turn? What what do you think would make people start thinking positive about this and not saying like, well, well, it's the end of the calendar. Gee, They haven't really seen anything past the 22nd of December. So obviously nothing's going to go on and we're all going to die. I mean, as opposed to looking at it as, as, well, this is a a new beginning. You know, and that's what, you know, when when you look back I was thinking about this earlier with the Mayan calendar is, you know, this was done, you know, eons ago. And, you know, they had these uh, premonitions or whatever it was as the cycles as they kept going. It just are kind of a natural just path of our planet, I think, aren't they? I don't know if they really. I mean, how accurate were they? That's what I want to know. Well, this is the whole point. Some people say they were accurate other people think maybe they
3: weren't so accurate. Like, I'm one of think things they weren't so accurate. I don't even think that their technology was prevailing at that time, which makes now all the people in Belize, <laughs> everywhere it's where the Mayans now are, right. get angry with me. Don't get angry with me, let's look at real history. Right. Before the Mayans, they were talking about this. When you go down in Angervat, in Thorvat, when you go down to Tiwanaku, Shushawaman, they have things down there, calendars, that show not only giants in the earth, and not only predicting certain things to happen, but they're still there. When Well, over in Cambodia, over in Laos and thing, they have these big, gigantic, huge uh, mountains and stuff hewn out with a human face and you walk through it. Now, why don't they talk about it in most cases? Because they look like they were Olmecs. Have you seen the pictures of the Olmecs? I don't think so. Okay. They look Negroid. Consequently, if they look Negroid, they will not report them archaeologically. But when you go into the mountain, who hewed the mountain? Who made the mountain? You see what I'm saying? Right. This this information and the kind of things that we're using as calendars were used centuries ago. But they're harping only one thing, and the thing that they're harping on is all being put negatively. Right, right. This is what I'm saying. Let's look at both sides. Let's see what may be happening. Maybe by changing our consciousness and understanding what the planet is trying to tell us, we may avoid all of that where if we keep going to the doomsayers we may get exactly what they're showing
1: and that's what it is with the movie the, the you know and everybody else wants to, they, it's almost like again you know with the with the bible and you know and their armageddon and you know everyone else's predictions it's it's almost like they want this to happen you know and they want to make something because if it's not then that it kind of goes against their belief and then you know i mean look every every turn of the century there's always some kind of whack of guy who's oh, yeah. who's got followers and we're going to die so yeah. just come with me we'll take our own lives you know yeah. yep. i mean We've seen it, even with uh, comments and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. you know, it's it's people want this for some reason. I don't know, just to justify their own beliefs or to I don't know what it is. But you know, I, I would like to see a turn of a positive turn on this. You know, like like what we've been doing this so for so long is just it, we need a change. It's just Thank it's you. time for a change. I'm looking for that too because of the way we're doing it. Like you said, the collective con- consciousness of of who we are is is turning into very negative. Uh, connotation that we have on on ourselves and on the planet and life in general. It's just not everything. It's just d- disease. The new H1N1 virus is, you know, got to get this and do this. And it's putting everyone on such a negative yeah. balance that it's just, I mean, it's off teeter is what it is. But I mean, it's uh, that they probably have a hard time becoming positive out of that.
3: Well, it's very interesting, Kevin, because if you also notice there's a film out by Dr. Deagle. Uh, he's made a share, but he has put out a lot of things about what is happening, when, um, that what is happening again with the H1N1 virus again. Some are saying that the swine flu thing never existed in the first place. You know, that happened back in about 76. Again, uh, I think it was Gerald Ford became president, pardoned Nixon for Watergate. Then because a lot of people were very, uh, didn't like that, they had to divert attention. It was a guy down in Fort Dix. who was a soldier. Soldier died supposedly of uh, uh, having some pork or something they didn't even know, I guess a good press secretary said, look, let's see if we can capitalize on it. Let's get the diversion away from Watergate and something like this. So there you started with the swine flu. They don't even know what it was from. So if it wasn't real then, why is it real now? There are many people who don't want to get shots. Right. It should be so I don't. I'm not of, getting my shot. Right? <laughs> because you're thinking. <laughs> all right. Yeah, <laughs> if you're thinking, you say, why should I put something in my body that has formaldehyde, tamarasol mercury, poison, What am am I going to do with this my immune system is so bad I've been doing pretty well right now I got h1n1 yeah maybe I can't do well anymore maybe I'm going to get sick your thoughts start going down right as your thoughts go so are you this is a whole point we're trying to show, let's look at a thing from a different point of view. Why all this doom and gloom? You get out of Iraq, you go into Afghanistan. You get out, before that, you go into Vietnam. Mm. Easy ways to die. Young people, instead of dancing, instead of studying, instead of collecting, they're over killing each other. Mm-hmm. Now, that's, san- that's sanity. Mm. So I'm simply saying, I think it's a time for consciousness to raise. I think what we're seeing is a choice. And if you keep stressing the bad choice, you're going to get the bad ending. To me, let's kind of look at other choices. Let's see if there's something being said. here If our planet is talking to us if we're supposed to come back together as conscious beings let's see if we can do it
1: that's dr Deller blair he's director again the Meta Center in chicago he's in town for a workshop and if you want to uh, check it out you can give a call to 602 and again it's not just about 2012 but i mean you are kind of preparing for that because it was funny there's a news i was watching the news early today and they're, they're teasing for a story tonight where this guy is hoarding like, you know, gas masks and, and stuff like that. And, you know, whether if it if it does happen or not, not if it does happen, if it doesn't happen, you know, he's going to try to make some money on this, you know. He's going to mm-hmm. try to uh, exploit mm-hmm. people's fears and say, hey, you know, no gas masks at that store. But guess what I got? I got them right here. Mm-hmm. That was, I mean, but I don't know what the point is. If the world's going to end, what are you going to do with your money? You can't take it with you. But although my my great aunt well, might argue that one. Uh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> you said that. I didn't say that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> all right, well, I'll tell you what, let's play another song, and then we're going to come back with some more. We're going to talk not just the 2012, but we'll also talk uh, about the diodes and, uh, and some UFO stuff we're talking about, There's some pictures you showed me earlier that uh, I got chills from when looking yeah, at I it, and, go. Yeah. and, yeah, let's and do it, do it freaked me out. If you're driving with gas with uh, me. My name is Kevin Gassman, but please call me gas. We have Victoria. Hello. What's up? Hanging out with us, and our special guest in studio is Dr. Delbert Blair, and he is the director of the Meta Center in Chicago. What is the Meta Center?
3: Metaphysics Center is a place where you can go to study metaphysics. <laughs> and metaphysics okay. is a way of looking at things on a higher plane, and this is what I think we have to do. We got to get off to all this low stuff. See if we can kind of expand our consciousness and keep time with the planet, and see if we can come together as a people, as a consciousness, and get a better world. Nice. That's well. I'm
1: all down for that. Now, does this have anything to do with the wormholes? And uh, you know, uh, what's what's the uh, what's that movie I saw, the, the rabbit movie or something like that? I don't know. You that's, watch uh, weird uh, movies. It's, it's, it's not. It's not rocket science, obviously, but it's. Um, Alice in oh, no. Wonderland. No, man, I'm done. What it, the bleak do we know? Yeah, what the bleak do we know? No. That's what, thank you. <laughs> the rabbit hole. Uh, but you know, all, you know uh, that kind of mentality. That's uh, what's that thinking? It's the Well, science. even in the Matrix,
3: yeah, the rabbit- even in the Matrix, you can take the red pill. You can take the blue
1: pill. Right. Most people don't want either pills. Right. Okay.
3: No. But pharmacists say you got to take one. Right. Okay. Wow. This is the whole point. When do you go to sleep? When do you wake up? This is the whole point.
1: Are you? Uh, are you? Are you buying into the Matrix? Do you? Uh, do you believe that?
3: I believe parts of it. I think again you know that just shows a machine takeover and that's what's happening here we're getting nanotechnology in place of microbiology uh technical technocrats building things on a small scale that are mechanical Nature's produced things on a small scale that are micro now which one is dangerous you're going to put in a nanotechnology thing to correct a microbiology thing mm-hmm. is that going to work or is that going to compound something again? You know, they got so much research going on now. they got genetically modified everything. They've got mercury, fluoride, and chloride in the water. They've got chemtrails that you're breathing. What chance do we have to even understand who we are if we're constantly bombarded with things to stop us from thinking? Right. Mm-hmm. To stop us from, you know, everybody's now worried about this, worried about that. This is why we're holding the works up. Let's stop being led like sheep. And let's see if we can be, instead of being sheeple, people that begin to think on their own. I think if we think on their own, we can get some help. I think the help that we're given, we don't need. So I don't want any more lies. I say let's stop being uh, dissuaded and be persuaded to try and do something for self.
1: Well, you, you got to wonder who's going to be that person to you know pull the curtain away and to reveal the wizard. You know, it's who, who is it? Who who is who, that? You know, that entity out there that's controlling? Is it some? Is it one entity controlling it? Is it a, is it a mentality of all these countries that are doing this? I mean, it's in my opinion, I think it really is. It's a group of people that have just been fortunate enough to be in that situation to control the world, and they're doing it in, in the way that they feel that if, if we were given our liberties and freedoms to do what we want to do, they'll lose control and they won't have all the money they, that they have right now. It's just a, I mean, it's kind of a generic idea, I think, but. Uh, so then you think it's a money game? You mean I money think,
3: controls people? <laughs> yeah. you know, money does something? <laughs> really? You know, people sell souls for money? Right, that and religion. Of course. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's. What, what profit is a man, what? to gain the whole world and lose his own soul. But then what is a soul? Right. People are selling their souls right and left. So what are they gaining? This is a whole point. If we don't begin to come into consciousness, if we don't begin to go within and stop lying to ourselves, once you lie to yourself, you can lie to anything and anybody. But as we begin to see choices being made, and this is what we're offering this weekend, who knows where we might get to? Who knows what we might avoid? And all these spectacles, all these spectaculars and all these dynamic movies, all show one thing, badness coming. They got this movie out now, uh, the Men Who Stare at Goats. Yes. Oh, yeah. I happened to get a, a hold of a copy of Spasnock. Spasnock is the KGB for, uh, word for special forces, where they're actually putting chips into people to let those people do what you saw in the movie. Mm-hmm. They made it as a comedy. I think it's real. I think you have of special course. genetic modified thing. But why don't they tell people that? But why did they release the movie at all if it wasn't somebody somewhere saying, wake up, right. mm-hmm. start to think? Mm-hmm. Right. For thinkers, it's a time of revealment. For dummies,
0: See,
1: people see movies like that and go, oh, it's just Hollywood. That'll never happen. But if if one person can think of it. Right. So can someone well, in the government. It, it is. It's a weird thing. It's because possible. W- When you see those things, like the, the movie might even give another guy uh, some genius and idea. Exactly. Oh, I, I like that idea. That's yeah. a good idea. Exactly. Or, or vice versa. It's either the way, other way around. Yeah. Uh, again, we got Dr. Delbert Blair, and uh, he's hanging out with us here. We're talking, uh, this just everything in the, the the world we don't I know. know it's really know, good I at I what know, it comes down to. Uh, I want to ask you, uh, Doctor, Is um, what was your? how would you get involved in all this? What was your turn? Oh, point? you don't want to go uh, there. Yeah, I do want to go I there. I do. I
0: know. <laughs> I really do. Yeah, yeah I, I want go to go there.
1: It. Well, first of all, I mean, you, oh, uh, you, you, you've got a lot of knowledge, and I'm sure you probably, you're probably you a nonstop reader. I'm sure you read a bunch. I read and a lot. What was, what was the turning point in your life? Or was there? Were you always into like this as a kid?
3: <laughs> I don't want to go there. Okay, well, I in 1960, and I'm going to date myself mm-hmm. on this one, I met a man uh, by the name of George Adamski. George Adamski came to a UFO conference. I read many books, and one book was called Flying Saucers Have Landed." I was intrigued by that because he got into deeper things that I had read before. I went down to a seminar, found out that he was going to speak on a weekend. I went on a Friday night, he was speaking on a Saturday night, and I was an undergrad student. I don't have much money now. I didn't have any money then, so I was all teed off about it. <laughs> At any rate, I was very voracious and voracious and bold and everything else again, so he had a press conference that came in. Uh, it was, he came in almost 12 o'clock that night as I was fixing to go, so I barge in into the mezzanine where they're interviewing. His two bodyguards looking me and said he's toast. I said, oh no, what have I done? At <laughs> any rate, this man set me aside, said, I know him. He hadn't met me from any, from Adam, anybody else. We wound up talking after the press release for five hours till the sun came up. Wow. He said, come back another day tomorrow. I said, I don't have money. He said, I'll put your name on the list. I want you to see something. any rate, it led it to a whole contact that I had with two people they were both black because I was looking for a white guy to be the, the white guy there was had to be a UFO expert. When I met these two men at the end of this conference again, they did things to me that I hadn't been able to have duplicated. But they read my mind. They predicted the future by 18 minutes. I lost some time. I don't think anything happened to me again. And off of that, I also saw my first three UFOs that came over my house. Now, when you have that happen to you, and I'm not lying about any of it, greater would strike me dead if that's the case, that changed my whole life. I wanted to read minds. I wanted to predict the future by 13 minutes. I wanted to have UFOs that could come over and fly over anybody's house that I wanted. But it let me know that there were things out here that they've been lying to us about. There are things out here that we should awaken to. And I guess I was supposed to be a messenger. Unfortunately, I was poisoned at another time. My wife was poisoned. My wife is now dead from the things that I did, and consequently, I'm now on a vendetta. Now I say tell the truth all the way around. Mm -hmm. So if what I went through wasn't worthy of something, then why did they have to uh, pass me out for this? This is why I say it's a time for awakening. There's a lot going on, I think, as one world. We are supposed to come together as one people. I think we've got our arch enemy, which may not be like us, and we're so busy fighting each other and fighting nations and government. We don't see what's really happening. So I think I was led. I think it was a tool, and I'm still going to be a good tool if I can. Now, you left me here for a purpose. So I want to fulfill
1: that purpose. <laughs> right on. I mean, uh, See,
3: I told you not to go there. No, let's go. I love it. Right, this
1: is good. Wow. Um, now, as as far as uh, – I want to go back to that, that 18 minutes thing. A third, what they, they predicted into 18 minutes into your future. Yeah. And, what I mean, how does that – I mean, like, What's how far can they really go? Then it's 18 minutes. What do they say? You're gonna drive out of here and go home. I mean, like, what's? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't mean to, don't be, I don't I mean to be like that. Say. But I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> like, what, what do they say to you? As far I've been
3: as... to so-called psychics. You know, I mean, I've been around all of them. I even had at McCormick Place at University of Chicago. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. Irene Hughes was a top person at that particular time. Our group had three halls in McCormick Place. We had. I was blessed with brilliant people around me. But my point was again, I still had somebody tell me what was going to happen. 18 minutes from them, read my mind, because I was, uh, I I was first was very, uh, you know, I was, uh, well, I said, I want me to think this. This guy is too smart. I don't want to think this. He answered my thought. And I was so smooth, I said, wait a minute. I'm mean, going to tears came in my, eyes. I said, I didn't say that. I was thinking that. And then it hit me. Fool, He has answered a couple of your things he said you didn't say. So I want to know who can do this. If he can do it, I want to do it. What right. school is going to teach me to predict time, right. to read minds, to, to have UFOs come over? That's where I want to be. That's the school. That's why I said I had to start my own. I had to get people who had gifts around, psychic gifts and all. They came together in the medicine center, and we helped a lot of people still trying. That's what we're trying to do this weekend, but those who are not dumbed down, comatose, brainwashed, inoculated, vaccinated, and encrypted, Want to get to to get more spiritual and understand it? This is where to come. Let's get together with people that are thinkers, not ones that are doing bad, but things that want things good to happen.
1: And that's going to go on this weekend. It's a workshop with uh, Dr. Delbert Blair uh, that they gonna be doing the uh, sh- um, the workshop this weekend. So uh, I want to keep uh, going with this. I want to ask you a few questions too about other. Um, well, have you ever uh, believe Do you believe in uh, past life regressions where people lay down and they kind of go into their own, you know, self-conscious and you know? Do you okay. believe in past lives?
3: Okay. I worked under a hypnotherapist at one time to join our group. I've always been good at hypnotism. I was born with that. It was a gift. I didn't study that. It was a gift. And when people were getting into regressions, I actually, through his there, I, I was able to regress people. What was very interesting when I regressed people, I found that when they jumped lives, they became, well, here's the one thing, I was, I was hypnotizing white people, okay? I was hypnotizing black people. Under hypnosis. White people had black skins when they went back. Under hypnosis, black people had white skins as they went back. I freaked out because I said, they're lying to me, you know? Right. You're hypnosis. You're supposed to say the right thing. Right. They didn't even think about color and skin. They were out there seeing what they saw. I had people who couldn't speak a foreign language, speak a foreign language, couldn't play a piano, I had a piano. All the- under the all under hypnosis. Right. What it said to me is, who are we? Right. What are we? What is happening here? Is there such a thing as reincarnation? Are we here like in a zoo trying to see if we can graduate to higher consciousness or are we going to be dummies and fall backward? It blew my mind because I was so prejudiced. I didn't know what to accept. Blew my mind. I said, well, this is ridiculous. Whatever you love or hate, you draw toward you. That means thoughts of things. Then all these holy books begin to make sense because now I'm looking at things. Honestly, I had to first go in me. What's wrong with me that I couldn't accept what the people were saying? Because I was pre prejudiced. I've opened. It blew my mind. I got real open. I accept anything now. At least I'll listen to it right. because my mind is no longer closed. But you have to go through these things. Guys, go to war. They fight side by side against an enemy. The enemy sometimes is, you know, you're the enemy to them, they're the enemy to you, but who's dying? Young, very old people. Mm-hmm. Old people with money, they ain't dying. Mm-hmm. Alright? Mm-hmm. This is yeah. what I'm saying right. again. we got to wake up, and I think this is a time for it, and I'm grateful for people like you and shows like yours that these people can come together and see if we can do something to avert the catastrophes of 2012 and make it a beginning, not an end.
1: Uh, Del- Dr. Delbert Blair uh, hanging out with us here, and uh, I, got a, I got a question, too, about uh, other uh Prophets, I guess you can say. Uh, Nostradamus, another one, uh, predicted a lot of stuff. Uh, a lot of the stuff hasn't really come true. Only the stuff that he, I think that he written, I, I don't know if you, I, I'm sure you're familiar with Nostradamus and some of the stuff he's done. Yeah. Um, but as far as like the stuff he wrote was written, I think more for the times that he lived in. He had to write it in, in kind of a in, in disguise, in a sense. The quatrains, so yeah, he yeah he the quatrains, quatrain. mm-hmm. because he wouldn't uh, because otherwise, if he got caught talking about the king and queen, he'd, he'd be even killed. There you go. So I mean, does that kind of go back even even to the Mayans? Or Or the Mayans don't really have anybody. They were their own civilization, so they have nobody... I guess to go against, right? Well
3: not only can you look at aggregation so sort of like that again, there's a guy by the name of Apollonius of Tyana that wrote many quatrains and stuff. In fact many of the people there in the East that worship him. Uh, people who are Buddhist again have people who was called Buddha. Krishna, supposedly there was a person that walked the earth there at that time for those in India that also gave prophecies again. Prophecies are nothing that is new. There's always for every person and for every people, there's always somebody to come through that says something that wakes you up. It's as though they were gifted. But the gift is to hear those people, understand those people, and see the message that they're bringing. So Nostradamus voted for his time. There's, always somebody. There's a guy by the name of Simeon Toko. Uh, from Angola. Many of the people uh, there were some mercenaries that tried to take him out for certain reasons again because he was like a prophet. But over in Europe they talked about it. In Africa they talked about it. In the United States, we never even heard of Simeon Toko. So I say there's always, uh, what is the other guy that's um, you know, him, um, the Edgar Casey A.R.E. Society. He did a lot of readings again.
1: He Edgar, did, yeah, I saw, he, I saw a whole show on him the, the other day.
3: It was interesting. And he healed yeah. people. Yeah. He just, uh, just banned his contract. he killed himself. They, uh, they killed him doing the Because he was helping so many people. So I say it's always a gift given, but how many people are ready for the gift? How many people want to get to the gifters because they have closed minds, and how many people could really be helped if those gifters were protected and
1: helped? We're always giving ways, keys to the
3: kingdom, but sometimes the kingdom is nigh.
1: So uh, as far as what you can tell people listening right now, uh, what can someone do that, I mean, is obviously educate themselves on these subjects and get to know what's going on and, and not be so blindsided, you know, not wear the blinders on and what have you. But I mean, what would you recommend someone well, they do? Well,
3: first of all, I have a lot of tapes. <laughs> I've got 135 tapes, some of them still in what they want to call cassettes going to CDs. So I can use some help folks on right, that one. Right, right. I have a website. They can go up there and scroll through pictures the ones that they want. It's www.themetacenter.com, www.the, they have to type in T-H-E first, metacenter.com. I've studied, I have over 135 tapes on these particular subjects, and tonight and this weekend, we're going to be talking about some of these things. This is a whole point. Let's get people to wake up. Let's get people to stop dying in vain and getting sick for nothing and getting all scared of everything else where we're bringing in horrible things. Let's see if we can start bringing some good things again. People that have consciousness, stop following the leader. Lead by following. Follow the things that are good and not the things that are just laid before your table. They won't eat it. They won't get shots. Who are these nebulous They, The same ones that are telling you to take it. Right. Let's become not nebulous, but one whole thing and see what we can do to avert all of this. This is why we have the workshops and the lectures today. I'm sorry, this weekend. And again, uh, as I say, if they want to go to the website, they can scroll through some of the things we sell on a regular basis because we have, I look for solutions in, to problems. The problems are manifold. But there are some things that already have solutions for it.
1: Uh, Dr. Delbert Player, you can check out his website too. Uh, just, just Google his name; you're going to find a bunch of really cool stuff that you're that yeah. you're into. That's uh, that's what I was watching it. Uh, like you said, the uh, UFOs you're into the diodes. We want to talk about um, and uh, and and you you gave us a diode here, and it's a cell phone diode. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm curious about this. I, I think I might have heard about this maybe a few years ago. I'm not quite sure, but it, it doesn't seem extremely new to me. And I'm just trying to rack my brain of if the I remember something like this, but I don't know. What, what is this? How, how uh, long has it been in, in uh in The company's
3: been existed 19 and a half years. Okay. I've been with them 19. Wow. Because I had choices. And theirs was the only one that offered so much because of the things that they were saying, the things that they did. And I said, hey, now they have this newest one out, this one I think I just gave you. Mm-hmm. This is the old cell phone diode. It's no longer proficient. When you guys start getting these now, these G6s, G4s,
1: you you get these iPods. That's that's the new one.
3: (laughs) Yeah, that's the new one. This is the old one. You see the difference in size. Yeah, small. Because for, for, uh, you know, for when you start getting these blackberries and stuff like this, that will no longer do it. Because now, what are people doing? They're texting on it. Mm -hmm. They're playing games on it. They're looking at, uh, from a satellite view of a home somewhere in Europe or in Africa or something from it again. They're doing things. All that is being, it means you're contacting a satellite and you're holding in your hand something that is killing you. Mm-hmm. Something can be very harmful. First of all, you can't turn these things off, okay? The only way you turn off a cell phone is to take out the battery in the back. How many people do that every time they use it? No. Otherwise, okay. it's always radiating you. When you get groups of people in churches, in movies, in symphonies, in concerts, in rock fests, they're all killing each other because they all have a unified thing, a device that's radiating you. We found out that by using a diode, you can correct that. The extra low frequencies. I have a tape out called "Elves," not elves are killing you. People are worried about elves and trolls and goblins. The ELF waves, extra low frequency, are the ones that are doing you the harm, messing with the central nervous system. Put the Bluetooth in the ear, mess with the tympanic membrane, optochiasmus nerve. But by using a diode on these things, you stop all of that from happening. Here is a solution. Many people don't even realize they got a problem, and they're using these cell phones every day. Right? How many people use a computer and a laptop? <laughs> As he stares them. They always yeah. have a out on the back of them by the port, right? right okay. No, they don't right. because they don't know. Right. Why don't they know? Because they're, they're not getting on the air telling you every time you use a cell phone, you may be killing yourself. Every time that you're using a, a microwave other than cook your food with a klystron tube, you might be drinking hot poison and radiation. Why would they tell you that? Because you might sue them. But I'm saying use these devices. But if you're going to ride a dragon, put a saddle on it. Mm. If you're going to do something bad, then understand how to harness it. Right, right. We have diodes, 15 different kinds to adapt to all these extra low frequencies. Even on circuit breakers, you can put a diode on that. Every outlet runs through an outlet in your home. It goes to a higher vibration. It's not only any, longer, any longer killing you. So that's what I'm saying. The solutions are out here. Right. It's only on shows like this. Only when people wake up do you search for the truth to find out. Use the beast, but don't let the beast use you.
1: Now, as far as the cell phones go, like we are at a concert. We're at a, at a, a church phone. Whatever, wherever we're at with a bunch of people, uh, her phone is not going to hurt me, is it? Or only my phone will, right? I mean, or, yeah. well, or am I buying diodes for everyone <laughs> <All> <laughs> right. around me?
3: At a concert, unless you're out in the park somewhere, and you're still huddled together, sitting in notice position or whatever that otherwise you're sitting in a, in a row of seats. Almost everybody in the row has got a cell phone in their pocket. You're right, mm-hmm. radiating each other. Plus you're looking at a projector on a screen with audio amplification and that same system is going to audio the amplitudes in your Bluetooth and stuff like right. this. You're in a car. Think about this one. I like to freak people out with this one. (laughs) You turn on the ignition in the car, it kicks in the alternator, I got an alternating current a little bit that's going through a, a stress welded frame because they tell you now everything must be stress welded, not rivets, but welds, okay? Which means the seat that you're sitting on where your sex organ is, is now getting radiated. Now you're getting guys with prostate trouble, you're getting women again with dried out everything. Why? But they don't tell you that you might be able to get energy coming up through that seat that's killing you. But what have you done? Now, if you turn on the AMF fm radio, it tells you what you did. When a, when you go by a tower or a car comes by, you hear static. What meant? You just got radiated. Uh, After six months' time, your whole metal frame is a Faraday cage, and you're getting into radiation You stay. Now you wonder why you're getting sick.
1: It's like activated. Your car's activated. There you go. Right. Everything
3: we're using, right. it seems to me that by accident, something would be right, unless there's a force somewhere that's making everything wrong. And now it's time to wake up to that wrong and make it right.
1: Um, we're going to take a break. Can you hang out for a little bit, more longer? Or We're going to hit the top of the hour. Hey, if your audience can take it, wonderful. I, I can take it, too. Uh, <laughs> you're driving with gas. My name is Kevin Gassman, but please call me gas. It's all good. We have Victoria hanging out with us, uh, riding shotgun, and our special guest is uh, Dr. Delbert Blair, and he is the uh, the director of the Meta Center out in Chicago with the locations out at uh, Oaklawn Oakland and also at the University of Chicago, and uh, he was brought into town by Merkaba Nation. Uh, he's in town this week. We're talking uh, and he's talking about 2012 and the UFOs, We're talking, we just talked diodes earlier, and uh, you gave me a, 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 I guess a news bulletin or a, a news story about out of Russia, which I thought was a little uh, fascinating, about the Harp program, which is High, uh, excuse me, under the High Frequency Active Aerial Research Program is what it is. And uh, describe what that is, because people in, in uh, Russia aren't too happy about what's going on out there. They're seeing some things that we're doing, and uh, I don't, I don't, if you can explain a little further about that.
3: Well, Harp. High-frequency active Aurora or research prog- uh, program was up in Gakona, Alaska. I say was up there again because it's been sold to the British now, built with United States taxpayer money. Now sold to the British. However, this particular unit was had military applications. They first said they wanted to build it so that they, when they uh, launched the space shuttles and things like this, they didn't have to use up too much fossil fuel to get out into outer space. So they were going to uh, broadcast electrical units, uh, energy up into the atmosphere. This would cut a hole into the atmosphere, and stop the payload from having to be so great to get them out there. So once they got out there again, then they could use free uh, they could use the free space or something for that. Really, what they wanted to do in the first place, obviously, was to communicate over the horizon with troops communicate with submarines over the horizon, even though it's in the ocean. And secondly, to be able to look down into the earth. By broadcasting that kind of billions of watts of energy, you could look down, you could find gold, you could find underground installations, you could find anything you want to. But more than that, they wound up using it for weather modification, they coupled it with the so-called chemtrails, and this is one of the reasons for the chembio trails mm. because sometimes there are biologicals in those chemicals, sometimes there are chemicals with it. With that in mind, they now could begin to produce scalar technology. They blast, they put, here's how this works. They use by weather modification, spraying these things we talked about before chemtrails, but they contain titanium, barium, and aluminum. These are precious metals, but these are metals that you can bounce signals off of. That way now, when you couple it with harp, you can begin to produce weather. You're now getting, as we said, off the air again. You're now getting weather being, uh, you're getting lightning and thunder. But no light, I mean, but no thunder. Lightning, but no thunder. Mm -hmm. Whoever heard of renting a moisture-ridden cloud without using thunder? So now you're getting scalar technology. What has happened now is all these countries now have it. uh, Russia has ELADA. Electrified, because I looked for it in Russian. I didn't understand Russian. But it's electrification of the atmosphere is what it boils down to. Europe has ISACAT, the European incoherent scattered radar sites again. We have over here HARP. There's also, you know, they also now have the relativistic ion collider. They got the CERN thing that they're putting on. Isn't it interesting that the same modular lineage or the same uh, vector that CERN is on, there are three four four, umar five volcanoes and all of them now are active since they turned on cern the wow. first time they turned on cern last november it went they said now this is what the scuttlebutt has the internet has in other places that one of those particles went through the shield and went into the earth after that you start getting a lot of earthquakes and stuff so what i'm saying is again here is again Technology that instead of being used for good is now used for weather modification. So now you may have a battle for who's going to control the weather. This weather is crazy. Mm. If you see what's happening on what happened before, something is wrong with the weather. I think if you got everybody modifying it, and if you got Russia not reporting to the United States and Europe not reporting to either one, and each one using these weather modifying devices, you got a problem. Mm -hmm. So I think, again, this is another thing. One of the many gadgets that they use that are going instead of being used to make uh, to make weather, where you know, water, whether it's drought or something like this, they just use it for weather control. There's also this report. Now, again, I saw this on the internet only. That one of the reasons that Katrina hit and wiped out New Orleans, it was not. It came off the Gulf, but if it went toward, uh, the, it was another place, some place in Alabama where they got this uh, special research area. It could have destroyed it, so they diverted it. Now, if you can divert hurricanes, you can do anything. Mm -hmm. If you can modify weather, you can control people because you can get into the futures market, you can stop crops from growing, or you can make growing. I'm just simply saying, why is it that we're being exposed to all this information, but it's always used for bad? Why can't we ever use it for good? Because the people don't understand it, the military gets it, and the only thing they want to do is start wars and fight and kill. Mm -hmm. So again, it's time to wake up.
1: Now we uh, we talked uh, last hour about how you got your start in all this. What was the point uh, in your life where you started seeing some of this going around you? That was you. You started shaking your head, going, "This doesn't make any sense. This is this isn't adding up." Was there a, a, a moment like that, or were uh, you start seeing all the, the bad things? You know, when I was born with that. I think I was born, they said I was born
3: psychic. I don't know. I know I used to sit in my high chair. I remember when I was one and a half years old, I sitting in high chair. I see clouds in the room, and I talk to the people in the clouds. Hmm. Well, I found out that two-year-olds don't see clouds in rooms, and you definitely don't talk to anybody, or you're going to get in deep trouble. Mm-hmm. You know? But it took away what I was seeing. I was not old enough or, or dumbed down enough to not know what I was seeing. Mm-hmm. So then I found out I couldn't see it. So then when I would see it, I got nervous. The fear syndrome, like yeah. you just talked right. about before, because I knew I wanted to get questions answered. Right. Instead of my parents answering questions, boy, I don't see that. You don't see that, you right. know? So it takes away this. We have psychics that are being born. We have children born now. Call, I call them crystals. They're open. They, they're born with their neck erect eyes open. They're talking to the mother in the womb and communicating. Well, what are they doing now? They're giving them seven shots first three days in the hospital, including a hepatitis C shot. Why would you give a newborn baby hepatitis C, which is for heterosexuals or homosexuals or promiscuous? You see what I'm saying? Right. Why did they give them all these shots? But once they do that, they start using their psychic power. They start using their ability to understand and reach the creator from a higher point of view. It's purpose-free. So I'm just simply saying we're at a time where we're, supposed, we're at a crossroads. 2012, right. if we can get through to that... I think we'll come into higher consciousness. We'll get off this yoke of dumbness that's been placed on us. People are, these souls here now, like yourself and all, we want to know. But they put every barrier they can. We've got to loose the barriers and get into the consciousness. They always say, again, you say, look for the light at the end of the tunnel. Right. When you know you're coming into the tunnel, bring your own daggone light. Yeah. And light up everywhere you go. I'm right. trying to light up. You're trying to light up. If we got enough light up, we have light.
1: Aren't we also uh, running into the uh, the end of the age of Pisces, too, At 2012, right? And now I think is either Aquarius is coming next, or is it, yeah. we're in Aquarius right now. Pisces is coming up. Is that what it is? So I got it backwards there.
3: Pisces so was for the faith is those who follow followed by faith. Aquarius for the expanded consciousness. Remember the first to 50 mentioned they made Surrey and a couple others. But what they do? When the moon has reached the seventh house and Jupiter lines with Mars and right. peace will come to our planet, right. the age of Aquarius, we're already in it. Right. And it's time for those to expand consciousness right. to begin to get into the mental thing. You know, people see that water barrier, they think it's water triplicity. It's not. It's pulling out of knowledge and wisdom right. that okay. souls are supposed to get. Nice. And now is the
1: time to start getting it. I thought you were going to sing a song for us. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the fifth dimension, right? Yeah. Um, it's uh, 626. <laughs> and uh, you're driving with gas right here on the East Valley's Modern Rock, KWSS one. 100- 6.7 FM. We have Dr. Delbert Blair. He is the director of Meta Center in Chicago. He is in town this weekend for a special workshop on all the things we're talking about today uh, the UFOs and diodes and the 2012 and the, and the mysticism that, that's involved with that. And, you know, with, with, like you said, it's, you know, the Mayans, you know, obviously their calendar ends on 2012, but. It just means it cycles over again. At least that's the way I'm interpreting it, and I'm, I'm sure a lot of people might be seeing it that way. It might, some people might not be. Like I said earlier, a lot of people want the end of the world to happen. You know, they want this to happen for some reason. I don't know why they want to go to their their next level. I guess, and you know, um, whatever however way they uh, they choose to do it. But I, I uh, you know, talking with you this last uh, hour and a half, and it's it's been enlightening. You know, having you know knowing that this the the knowledge that you have is really kind of makes you feel like. Yeah, there are things we can do out there, and, and not just that, but like the 2012 not just is the destruction of the world as the movie shows, but it's going to be uh, like you said, an awakening for everyone. And I almost feel it a little bit. I, I feel a little bit now. It's kind of weird. Is that? I mean, I've, in the last, I this has been a really weird 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 year for at least for me and and all our friends, yep. all my friends. we we're all going through this transition right now, and I don't know if that's we are sharing. But you guys, everyone's shaking their heads too. Yeah. Is everyone kind of going through a transition at this point in life? I mean, we're expanding consciousness.
3: Yeah. They don't want you to expand consciousness. Who are they? Those who have made this planet dumbed down, comatose, brainwashed, inoculated, vaccinated, and encrypted. And the denizens is on it. And to the citizens of the planet and citizens of the world, we become unified under one government. And all the governments do the same thing. Make wars, overtax, overspend, bail out people who who already stole your money and never get it to you. This is the whole point. It's time to expand the consciousness. If you expand consciousness, you'll be with the planet as she expands. I don't think you have to worry about any of that. But if you're going against a planet, and I like to refer to this as nothing but mitochondria, and a little cell consciousness is about to go into a higher part of the creator's mind. If we can do that, then we can expand consciousness. We can get rid of all this. We will have learned our lessons, and maybe the next time we incarnate, we'll do it on a planet where we can do something beneficial. Those who will be dumbed down and comatose, those who awaken, it's a matter of choice. We are what you eat, drink, and think.
1: Mm-hmm. what do you think has been the catalyst to this is it do you think the internet's been uh, kind of helping us or is there something else out there that's giving us this
3: the internet is a beautiful boon it's a thing yeah. that's so wonderful you know other than that people would never be able to, you can talk to a person in Europe you can talk to a person in Asia you can talk to a person inside the earth if they're there yeah. you can communicate and this is the whole point this is why they want to try and curtail that now right everything that is good they try to curtail why because knowledge can bring wisdom and wisdom can bring power and release from those who have been subjugating all of us on this planet i think the planet is on the ascension rise and i want to be
1: one of them mm-hmm. right on I, I like that it's, it's, it's a great uh, mentality to have and it's you know it kind of gives people a little more light in their uh, in their eyes i guess you can say yeah. you know for this uh this feeling that everyone has that you know the 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 2012 is coming you know i mean that's never going to stop that's always on its way you know hitting the three-year mark we're and coming after up
0: 2012 to... when nothing happens right they're going to Pick 2025. Or something yeah. else. Either way, something.
1: there's always going to be something like that, right? There's always going to yeah. be the end of the world scenario. Of course. You know, and everyone's predicted it, but no one's ever really predicted the Earth is going to blow up, you know, as far as. Uh you know, as, as far as that goes, but I mean, there's it's always the, the it was just the end of this, and it was mm-hmm. the beginning of something else. There you know? we go. And that's the hope. Of, it's
3: the end of ignorance and fear and, and things that are backward
1: and expanding the consciousness toward where they like. This and, is what I feel it is. And I want to mention this acronym it is, it's the word fear, and uh, you got to tell me what it is again it's fe- false it's evidence, evidence ag- appearing, appearing real false evidence appearing real and uh, which basically is all about 9-11 but we can to that <laughs> another time I guess part the right part of the <laughs> who's the one to vote me in who's uh, who's hanging out with us here as well yeah. and uh, you can check uh, out uh, Dr. Blair's um, his uh, workshop this weekend it is at an undisclosed place and you can email him so you're interested in wanting to show up and uh, check it out well you can I know you said you wanted to uh, say something before we're uh, yeah, about uh, to conclude yeah, yeah I'll all right. conclude we got Got a half an hour left of the show, okay. and, uh, and then we're going to lighten Uh-oh. up towards the end of the show. All right here, I hear like bit on
3: people. Okay, I have this one again. Matter is merely energy condensed to a slow vibration, we're all one consciousness experiencing itself multidimensionally. There's no such thing as death. Life is just a dream, and we are the subjective imagination of ourselves. And if you allow your dream to become a
1: nightmare. Please wake up. Please join us tonight. Okay. That's awesome, wow. Dr. Blair. Thank you so much. Thank welcome. You so thank you again, guys. Yeah. Nice. Thank you. All right, we'll uh, we'll step aside and then we'll come back and uh, we'll wrap up the show here with uh, Victoria and I and uh, start a little lot lighter side of that. I hate to see. I you know I, I feel guilty now talking about anything else but some serious stuff. I know. You know? I know. <laughs> I'm <talking about. laughs> like, Well, we'll have to light it up. It's Friday night. High fidelity Fridays. It's tonight. We'll talk about <laughs> that when we come back. That's uh, KWSS. We'll uh, end out on uh, some Cypress Hill here insane in the membrane what a better way to finish off this segment here we'll be back for this and that's what i sounded like on the radio in 2009 and uh it's always interesting to listen to yourself and you got to get used to it being in radio obviously but when you're in 2009 and it's today i've changed so much on the radio that i am like well slow down man you're spazzing you're talking fast you sound anxious but I, I was a little nervous, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I didn't know who Dr. Delbert Blair was. Talking about being clandestine with his message kind of raises the stakes a little bit, if you know what I mean. So, you know, I had a, I'm I'm just a radio DJ in Phoenix, Arizona. That's all I did. But I had these conversations with different people all the time that I opened myself up to, these um, interesting ways of thinking. And I, I loved it, and I'm glad I found my interview from 2009 on my computer and then i went looked up dr delbert blair he passed away on january 31st 2016 so a little more than five years ago and i don't realize i didn't realize back then how important he was you know until now i'm thinking wow i'm so glad i had a chance to get this on tape now i get to share his message on the mothership radio show on podcast so if you guys are listening and you know people who are interested in this you know please share it around I think it's important to hear his word because I, he, he knows a lot. <laughs> well, he knew a lot, I guess you could say. But anything than that, um, I, I do appreciate you guys tuning in. I know there aren't as many shows as I would like. We're not on a weekly basis anymore. The shows are more sporadic. There's a reason for that, which I'm not going to get into. But for the most part, when people reach out to me and want to tell their story, boom, there's a show. And that's kind of how I've been operating. So if anybody out there has a story they want to talk about, feel free to contact me at Show at gmail.com or go to my website, The Mothership Radio Show. You can go to my radio station, drivingwithgas.com, and listen to some music. I play music. It's my personal collection that I put on the radio, that I put online, and I call it feel-good music. It's classic hits from the rock and roll and alternative genres from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s, and sometimes the 2000s, and... If you want to know what I listen to and what I like, that's where you can find it at drivingwithgas.com. That was the name of my radio show. And now it's the name of my radio station online, uh, powered by Live 365, found at drivingwithgas.com. So I just feel like nowadays, you know, it's it's a tough society to live in. And, and you know, we're locked down, people are losing jobs, you know, the future is uncertain. So it kind of makes you feel a little, you know, may, maybe a little anxious. And I like to, you know, listen to music to calm myself down. So I call it feel-good music. It's comfort music and songs you know and love. But it might be some songs that, you know, you might not have heard in a long time. So I do have some deep cuts in there. I play a long song every hour. You know, every hour I play one long song. How long is that song? It's at least over six minutes and 30 seconds long. So every hour from rock and roll and alternative music, I play a long song. I also have comedy in there to lighten it up a little bit. And I just wanted to share what I listen to, and maybe you guys dig it. If not, whatever, but at least check it out if you listen to online radio. It's at DriveWithGas.com. And that's where I'll be airing and doing my interviews live on, and then I'm going to podcast it later on, like this is podcasted. So tune in to DriveWithGas.com or follow me on Facebook or Instagram. I'm not on Twitter, and that's where I'll post my future shows when they come about, and that way you can follow and listen in when they are um, produced all right other than that i do appreciate you guys tuning in i really do and it means a lot to know that people are tuning in and listening to this because i feel the messages is is important to share and that's what this show is really all about is people telling the stories and maybe relating to other people listening in and you know they make make them feel like they're not alone in this world that's kind of how i want to approach this show is be it's not about me it's about you guys and your story and other people's stories and and well you can buy them or not that's up to you I'm just giving it out there I'm, I'm like ew, I hate to say I'm like Fox News I, I report you decide <laughs> I don't know about that but uh, I, I do put it out there and you guys decide if it's real or not maybe it's real or maybe it's make believe alright guys thanks for tuning in I appreciate it uh, you've been listening to the Mothership Radio Show podcast on all platforms online at themothershipradioshow.com and other than that until the next episode my name is Kevin Gasman. Reminding you to stay strange and unusual.
0: Thank you, and keep watching the sky. Oh wow! What? what
2: was that, man? What was what the hell was that, man? Huh? No, man. Like, hey, man. Wow. I was watching this object, man. Like. Like the satellite that we saw the other night, right? And, like, it was just going right across the sky, man. And then, I mean, it just suddenly, uh, <laughs> it just changed direction and went, uh, whizzing right off, man. <laughs> it flashed. And... You stoned out of your mind, man. Oh, yeah, man. Hey, like, I'm stoned, you know, man? But, like, you know, I saw a satellite, man. And it was going across the sky. And it flashed three times at me and zigzagged and whizzed off, man. And I saw
0: it. That was a UFO beaming back at you. Millionaire and Eric was down in Mexico two weeks ago. We seen 40 of them flying in formation. They, 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 they have got bases all over the world now, you know. They've been coming here ever since 1946, when the scientists first started bouncing radar beams off of the moon. And they have been living and working among us in vast quantities ever since. The government knows all about them.
2: What are you talking, man?
0: Hmm. Well, you just seen one of them, didn't you?
2: Hey, man, I saw something, man, but I didn't see it working here. You know what I mean?
0: Well, they are people just like us from within our own solar system, except that their society is more highly evolved. I mean, they don't have no wars, they got no monetary system, they don't have any leaders because, I mean, each man is a leader. I mean, each man, because of their technology, they are able to feed, clothe, house, and transport themselves equally and with no effort.
2: Well, you know something, man, I think... You wanna know what I think? I think this is a crackpot idea. That's what I think. How about that? How about a little of that? Think it's a crackpot idea. I mean, if they're so smart, why don't they just reveal themselves to us, huh, and get it over with?
0: (laughs) Why don't they reveal themselves to us is because if they did, it would cause a general panic. Now, I mean, we still have leaders, upon whom we rely for the release of this information. These leaders have decided to repress this information because of the tremendous shock that it would cause to our antiquated systems. Now, the result of this has been that the Venusians have contacted people at all walks of life. All walks of life, (laughs) yes. It would be a devastating blow to our antiquated systems. So now the notions are meeting with people in all walks of life in an advisory capacity. For once, man will have a godlike control over his own destiny. He will have a chance to transcend and to evolve with some equality for all.
2: How's your joint, George?
3: Check, please.